بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله we will begin a new series of podcasts talking about Dua Al-Ahad. Inshallah, we will be unraveling Dua Al-Ahad, which is a very important Dua to read during the occultation of Imam Al-Mahdi, Ajalallah Ta'ala, Faraj Al-Sharif. We have been prescribed by our sixth Imam, Imam Sadiq Alayhi Salam, about the importance of this Dua, which is one of our responsibilities during the occultation of Imam Al-Mahdi, may Allah hasten his reappearance. However, before talking about our responsibilities during the occultation of Imam Al-Mahdi, we must know that we're talking about an individual, about an Imam who is Hayyun Hadirun Nadir. Hay means is alive. Because we have some of uh, sects within the religion of Islam that they don't believe he's born yet. They believe he will be born at the end of time. That's not our belief. As a Shia of Ahlul Bayt salam, as followers of Ahlul Bayt salam, as a 12-verse Shias, we believe that our Imam, Imam al-Mahdi, may Allah hasten his reappearance, was born year 255 after Hijra to Imam Hassan al-Askari salam, and his mother Narjis Khatun. So our Imam is Hay, he's alive. He's Hadir, he's present. When we talk about occultation, that doesn't mean he's absent in this world, from this world. No, he is in this world. He is amongst us. He lives amongst us, but we do not recognize him due to our sins, due to Allah's hikmah and wisdom. We do see him, but we do not recognize him. So he's Hadir, he's present. Not that he has left this world and he's in heaven. No, he is part of our life on a daily basis. And Nadir, he's observing us. We have to have this to be set in our mind and sink in our mind, in our personality, that our Imam is watching everything that we do. Everything that we do has been observed by our imam. So with that in mind, we get into this dua, that imam, our imam is alive, he is present, and he's observing us. Within the teachings of Ahl Bayt, there are different ways that we can fulfill our responsibilities during the occultation of Imam al-Mahdi. We all have responsibilities that we have to fulfill. It doesn't mean that if we don't see the imam physically and we do not recognize him physically, we don't have any responsibility toward him. No, we definitely have responsibilities toward him that we must fulfill. Let us get through these responsibilities before getting to Dua Al-Ahad. Number one, getting to know him. It's a very, very important responsibility that we have each and every one of us upon our shoulder to get to know the imam of our time according to a narration by the Holy Prophet Muhammad, may Allah's peace and blessing be upon him, where he said, anyone who dies and does not know the imam of his time has died the death of ignorance. Man mata wa lam ya'rif If we don't want to die a, day of a death of ignorance, we have to make sure 
we get to know the Imam of our time. So we have to increase our knowledge about him. We shouldn't only know his birth certificate, meaning many people know his name, when he was born, his parents, date of birth, and that's about it. His mother, his father, not that much information uh, they know about, about Imam al-Mahdi. So we have to get to know of him. How? Reading about him. Inshallah, I will be introducing four books and I will remind the viewers, the audience of this uh, podcast about these four books more, inshallah, as we go along. Number one, Ikmal al-Din wa Itmam al-Ni'mah. And alhamdulillah, these books are all available. The PDFs are available online in English. You can communicate with us through the means that inshallah will be provided. You can email us, communicate with us, and we will send you the links uh, to these books. So book one, Ikmal al-Din wa Itmam al-Ni'mah by Sheikh al-Saduq. Second book, Al-Ghayb al-Nu'mani, also available in English. Third, Muntakhab al-Athar by Ayatollah Safi al-Gulpaigani. And fourth, Makyal al-Makarim. These four books are very, very important for us to read, understand, talk about, research, and talk about it with other people so we get to know more about Imam al-Mahdi and we increase our knowledge about Imam al-Mahdi. So that's our first responsibility that we have toward the Imam. Second, all of our duties, all of our action must be based on piety and taqwa and fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There is a narration by the commander of the faithful, Ali ibn Abi Talib alayhi salam, where the imam says, A'inuni, aid me, help me, assist me, bewara'in wajtihad, with piety, with striving to become better and better. Since our imam is observing us, because according to Holy Quran, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, act, وَقُلِ اعْمَلُوا act, فَسَيَرَ اللَّهُ عَمَلَكُمْ Allah will see our deeds, whatever we do. The Holy Prophet sees whatever we do, and the Imam of our time sees whatever we do. So he's an observer. So everything that I do, if I think for one second that Imam Zaman Ajrullah Ta'ala Farajul Sharif, Imam Al-Mahdi, he's watching me, he's observing me every second, every minute of my life. How will that change my behavior? How will that change my demeanor and my conduct? So that's second responsibility. And that needs a lot of practice. An action plan will be, um, this will be my second action plan. First action plan will be download those four books and start reading through them every day, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, not more than that. If we spend 20 minutes a day, we'll see how many pages and how many books we can read about Imam al-Mahdi on a daily basis. That's the first action plan. Second action plan will be, let us start small. For example, from tomorrow, one hour, I make sure in this one hour, everything that I do, I think about Imam al-Mahdi. May Allah hasten his appearance, that he's watching me. When I'm outside in school, when I'm at work, when I'm in my car, when I'm within my friends, wherever I am, one hour a day, I completely think about Imam al-Mahdi, that he's watching me, he's observing me, how do I behave? How do I walk? How do I talk? What is my conduct? That one hour and then after one week, you make it into two hours, then three hours, and then four hours, and slowly, slowly, all of your life will be shaped 
by this intention that Imam al-Mahdi is watching every aspect of my life. Rasulullah is watching. Allah is watching. That's our third responsibility. Fourth, serving Imam and reviving the affairs of Ahlul Bayt Imam al-Rida we have a beautiful narration by our eighth Imam where Imam said, Rahimallah man ahya amrana. May Allah's peace and blessing be upon the person who revives our affair. Abba Salt, the companion of the Imam, asked him, how can we revive your affair? Imam says, wa He learns our knowledge and he teaches it to other people. This is the way that we can revive the affairs of Ahl Bayt That requires us to read about the knowledge of Ahl Bayt, read the narrations of Ahl Bayt In addition to 50 verse of the Holy, verses of the Holy Quran that we must read on a daily basis, we read one hadith a day. We think and ponder about this one hadith and how I can bring this one hadith into my life. And with my practice of this hadith, I will be preaching it to other people. So my behavior, which is based on the narrations of Ahlul Bayt and the Holy Quran, I will be a preacher of the affairs of Ahlul Bayt which is the affairs of the affairs of Quran, is the affairs of Rasulullah, and is the affairs of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. So that requires again reading, learning, researching, listening to lectures, listening to podcasts. That's the next responsibility that we have. Another responsibility that we have during the occultation of Imam al-Mahdi is to serve one another as a believers. We have to look after the affairs of other believers. A person came to Imam al-Sadiq and he told Imam, I have a lot of debt. And if you can write a letter that I will take it to ex-governor, and he will grant me my needs. When he went, Imam wrote, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, one line and a half or two lines maximum. And then Imam wrote, Sir, Sir Akhak, make your brother happy. And then he gave the letter to this person and this person left. When he reached the governor, who was one of the Shia of Imam al-Sadr as soon as he saw the letter, he got up. He cried, he kissed the letter, he placed it on his eyes, and he said, give him and give him and give him as much as we have, just give him. And then he said, did I make you happy? He said, of course. The whole year debt was paid off. The next year expenses also was paid off. He told him, the rock that you're standing, since you brought me a letter from my beloved imam, that rock, which was very valuable rock, this is also yours. Then this person came back and he saw the imam and the imam asked him, how did it go? He told him, imam, um, he made me happy. Imam was so happy about this interaction and how this governor granted the needs of this Shia brother of his. And he said that this made me happy and this makes Rasulullah happy and this makes Allah happy. So every day, let me find out a needy person. Again, a needy can be financial need, emotional need, spiritual need, religious need. Advice, anything. Let me find a believer that I can grant their needs. And with that, 
make the Imam of my time happy because we all are Imam Mahdi's children. So, and that starts within our own homes. I, as a husband, trying to make my wife happy, granting her needs in the house by helping her. I, as a wife, me granting the need of my husband and being there for him and making him happy, thinking that he is a Shia of Imam al-Mahdi, Shia of Fatima al-Zahra, Shia of Ahlul Bayt With that mindset, if I look at my husband, look at my wife, look at my children, look at my brothers, within our community members, that they are the children of Imam al-Mahdi and we all are brothers and sisters. By making one another happy, the Imam of our time will be happy with us also. Last but not least, our responsibilities, one of our responsibilities toward the Imam of our time is to do dua for him. Where he has commanded us narration, where Imam says, Increase the amount of dua that you do for Allah to hasten the reappearance. Imam has asked us to do dua for him. And has so much blessings when we do dua for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to hasten the appearance of our beloved Imam Imam Mahdi Allah ta'ala May Allah hasten his reappearance. Where Imam says, And this dua that you do for Allah to hasten the reappearance and relieve, in that dua by itself, it will be relief for you. When we do dua for Imam al-Mahdi's reappearance, we're thinking about Imam al-Mahdi. You think Imam al-Mahdi will not think about us? He will not pray for us? He will not ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us our needs? According to a narration from the lives of the Imams of Ahl Bayt, it was due to the Imam's dua that you and I, brothers and sisters, we were created. This is not my saying. This is the hadith of the Imam. Imam said, we do dua and Allah creates. We do dua and Allah gives rizq and sustenance. So our existence is due to the Imam of our time. Because of his dua, you and I were created. And because of his dua, it's that you and I, we have our rizq, our sustenance. So we owe it to the Imam of our time during his occultation to pray for him. Well, you have some du'as that are about his health. Allah, keep him healthy, keep him steadfast, protect him. For example, du'a, Allahumma kulli wadiyika al-hujjata min al-hasan, that we read, which brings me to another action plan. It would be very nice as a parent or as a young individual within, a, within your own house, before starting the meal on a table, hold one another's hand. Let's read du'a al-faraj. Because whatever we, we are eating on that table, all that rizq and sustenance is from Imam al-Mahdi. May Allah hasten his reappearance. So let's all, let us all hold hands and read dua al-Faraj. That's one dua. Then we have dua ilahi azam al-Bala, which is called dua al-Faraj. Beautiful dua. We have dua al-Nudbah, which is recommended to be uh, for us to read it on Fridays. And Dua Al-Ahad that we are, inshallah, will be unraveling this amazing Dua, this beautiful Dua that we have amongst us from the teachings of Imam Sadiq alayhi salam. So when we do Dua for the Imam, again, 
definitely imams already doing dua for us. So in a way, we're kind of paying back very small little token of appreciation of the imam. That imam, we are appreciating you by remembering you and thinking about you. Where imam said, imam sadr alayhi salam said, the one who reads this dua 40 days after morning prayer. If he dies before the reappearance of Imam al-Mahdi, Allah will give him the chance to come back alive and to be part of the companions of Imam al-Mahdi. What other blessing do we want than being between the hands of the Imam of our time? We'll get more into this hadith. But I want to talk about why every day. Every day by reading this dua, I'm reminding myself that I must get ready for the reappearance of the imam of my time. This should shape my day, my focus in life, and my priorities will be placed in order. That I'm living in this world for higher purpose. My purpose in this life is not to just eat and drink and grow up and just have fun and chill and work and get married and have kids and have cars and houses and all of these things and then No, there is a higher purpose. There is meaning in my life. It's not only this 50, 60, 70, 30, 40. No, there is raja, return that we all believe in. That with this dua, I believe that I can have the opportunity to come back and serve the imam of my time that I didn't get a chance to see him and to meet him and to serve him in person between his hand. We can argue that reading this dua daily is changing our perspective of this life and strive toward a time where the world was filled with justice tranquility, love, compassion, no more bloodshed, no more killing, no more injustice. Strive and getting ready daily for a day where people who want to pay their allegiance to the imam of their time and they want to do something good for humanity. By this reading this dua on a daily, we are reminding ourselves that there will be a day where people want to pay charity, they want to pay sadaqah, there is no more needy person. That's how much blessing of the earth will come out and the heaven will shower us with its blessing, that there is no more needy person. People will come and they will look around to find a needy person to give sadaqah. There is no more needy person. So this dua is teaching us to strive for something that is bigger than this world bigger than this universe that we are living in. Strive for something that all the prophets, starting prophet Adam, until Rasulullah, until our last Imam, Imam Hassan Askari, before our Imam, Imam of our time, they all yearned for that time or for, and for that utopia that Imam al-Mahdi will make it ready for us. Imam is waiting for each and every one of and every one of us. He is waiting for us. Let us not let him wait anymore. How? By me becoming pious, 
by me getting to know of him, by me serving him, by bringing his teachings and the teachings of his forefathers to the rest of the people, and by my action to be based on piety and serving other believers and doing dua. Inshallah, we'll have more into this discussion that will come in the upcoming episode, inshallah. Ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by the blessing of the teachings of the Holy Quran and the teachings of Ahl Bayt salam to bless us to read this dua and to understand this dua and to comprehend this dua with the blessing of salawat ala Muhammad wa Ali Muhammad. Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa Ali Muhammad wa ajjil farajahum.